Hello and welcome to episode uh, 46 of I'm Fine, a chat between myself, Damo, and someone who doesn't find poo, bottoms or farts remotely funny. Someone I used to call my friend, <laughs> Mark. No, still don't. No, you will by the end of this. So uh, This is a chat around the subjects of health, wealth, well-being, fitness, sport, life choices and just how cruel this world is and unjust and how we're going to do absolutely nothing about <laughs> making it right. Well, I'm not, you are single-handedly no i might be a bit more like i just mentioned to you the old radical acceptance might be kicking in now so we're just gonna accept how shit everything is (laughs) bin it off stop moaning (laughs) we're a work in progress and this podcast is no exception in short it's a poke at our perfectly imperfect lives and if we can make just one person feel like they're not alone in all this madness then our work here is done i did have a little bit of feedback from someone who'd listened to three in a row and goes the intro is getting a bit boring (laughs) Who said that? I'm not saying. They can fuck right off. No, that's got fair. Oh, well, I've said the same thing. What, which bit? The, the bit about that or just my, my intro? Well, you've cut it down I've, yeah, every I've time. Cut it down. I've literally yeah. gone to a link. Yeah, okay, I think links are This okay. is not going in. The bit yeah. about my intro has been boring, Mike. <laughs> that's just rude. Coming up in this episode, which I think you trailed as uh, High Bants and Japes, didn't you? Yeah. From memory? Mm. Better be. I mean, no pressure. That's literally what I've got written here. Coming up. High Bants and Japes. Well, I've got a big red nose and <laughs> oversized <laughs> yeah, I mean, shoes the, on. The clown outfit was a little bit of a surprise. Yeah. <laughs> Don't smell this flower on my lapel. <laughs> That's what you tell all the other boys and girls, isn't it? <laughs> you know where you're going to go in. No, I don't know where I'm going to go. In fact, I am in a slightly difficult position. So, right, have you finished? Your, do your intro then. And then we'll get <laughs> like, out of the way. Well, no, that's kind of that was it. We're just coming up is just, um, we have our usual work life ballet. And brain food sections. Mm. So yeah, it's got a little bit of a little bit of a blank canvas. That's all right. It's good. That's how we roll, isn't it? So the f- but, oh, go on then. <laughs> when you're after you, go on. Have you, have you got more to say? No. Well, okay. got, yes. This is a very short episode. It's just my monologue for 57 <laughs> yeah. minutes. What would you like the to world say? According to Mark. So, and this is about smiles. One of the things that I'm really, really keen about, and I know Amelia is because I saw a post from her the other day, is the value of taking photographs in terms of body shape change or muscle uh, okay. muscle build okay yeah 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 and oh yeah she did do um have you seen her video the how it started yes how it's going yeah that one yes yeah good it is good yeah I mean, her, the first Talk about picture transformation of, yeah, the photos. first picture of her bottom she just doesn't even have a bottom does she no, it's, well no, i don't feel like i need to be commenting but on you your wanted, daughter's you bottom. Want bottom jokes <laughs> bottom jokes and talking about your daughter's bottom are very different things what's happened is i think the video was exactly that. This is how it started, and this is where she's at. And she but, look, she looks phenomenal. But it's one of those. That's the beauty of those transformation. You think I yeah. didn't? I forgot she even looked like. Well, I didn't even know she did because yes. I didn't know her when she looked yeah. like that. But you're like, crikey, that is that's some going. And I think for me as a PT, that that takes the inspiration beyond. I've lost a stone, or I can bench press a bit more mm. because I was, I was speaking to somebody today, and this is where this uh, sorry yesterday, and this is where this conversation came from, and said if you take photo, if you don't take photographs, mm. six months down the line you go, oh, yeah. I wish I'd taken photographs. Yeah. But I think the mindset is I don't want to take photographs because I don't like looking at my body. Yeah, and it makes total sense. Yeah, so it's almost sense. like you've got to bite the bullet and accept that's how you look. Yeah, and then six months later have that as yeah. your. What happened was um, a client sent a photograph to me 
Uh, the other thing that I also use is inspiration pictures, because one of the things I don't like about Instagram and influences is firstly the, the, the falseness of a lot of the photographs. Yeah. Like, and There's plenty we, of people debunking those, aren't they? You know, yes. people who go in, here's my body, but if I sit like this, yes. it looks like I'm And I think that is bit... so, so positive. Yes, it I saw is, a couple yeah. this week and I just thought that is so, I don't know, empowering really. Yeah. This, I said to this person, firstly, take photographs of yourself so we've got before and after, but secondly, what's your inspiration? Because if you can't visualize where you want to be, if yeah. you just go, That's good. Yeah, yeah, I want to be bigger. What what does that physically yeah. look like? How do you know when you've reached the end of that journey? Mm. The person sent a photograph, three photographs of someone to me, the same person, and said, would there be any chance that I can get to anything like this? And I went, nope. <laughs> <laughs> right. That was my... right. It, Okay, maybe a quick. Did you response. say have a yeah? Did you say have a? Did, <laughs> did you did you let them down gently? I just phoned, I just did nope and left it. Oh, you went right, great. Yeah, did you go go back and do better next time? No, so come on, let's I, be realistic. An hour later, I said, "What you need to know: that guy has been on steroids. That right. guy is totally shredded for that photograph. Right. So hasn't been drinking water for yeah, thirty six yeah. hours. <laughs> has been taking diuretics. Yeah, yeah. Steroids aside, he does have a genetic predisposition to looking like that. Yeah. Because you can only build muscle on the frame you've got. Yeah, we do. Yeah, yeah. And that's yeah. something also that when we've done work with women, it'd be like, oh, what can I do about my yeah. hips? Well, your bone structure, your hips are where they are. Yeah, and you're also your proportions as well, yeah. right? Yeah. You know, you might be a bit torsoy, a bit leggy. Yeah. You know, so you can you build know. on that frame, but mm-hmm. the inherent frame is yeah, still there. Sure. And the point I was making is, no, don't be unrealistic. Mm. He, he's like an Adonis and he's a model. That's mm. It's a big ask. So I sent a photograph of my target. So I have a person who I feel has the body that I'm striving for. Oh. And instead of sending it to the one person, I sent it to our coaches lads group. Did you? With the saying, this is my target. Hold on. <laughs> what, just randomly? This is what I want to look like. I was trying to share it with a client to go... Have you sent it accidentally to them? Yeah. Oh, you muppet. So I was trying to be realistic. So what I was saying to this guy is, if I was striving for something... (laughs) This this, is what I look like. This is this guy is my... So I've got two questions. First of all... What does he look like? Yeah, what was it? So that's the guy. Yeah, I think I've seen him on on the internet. Yeah. Yeah. So he's about my height. Yeah. He's within about 35 years of my... Yeah, I reckon you've probably got a, pair, good look. you got a pair of pants like that, haven't you? <laughs> yeah, 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 I reckon. Oh, my protein, yeah. Well, yeah. That, that shake they came free with that, yeah, yeah, they came free with that shake, yeah. So near enough. I mean, there. yeah, practically there. So that is probably more realistic than that. So, oh, no, right, you, yeah. you sent it to the football coaches. How many on the group? Seven, I think. And put my target. <laughs> right, just totally out of the blue. When was the last time you sent anything to them? I mean, it was off, was this off the back of other messages, or have they not heard from you for like three weeks? And oh, no, you just no, said it's that not through. on the back. No, this is random. I haven't. I don't think I posted <laughs> did anything. Did you leave it, or did you, what, what, what? No, I deleted it straight away. Oh, did but you? But one person got there. Oh, and saw it, and he said, "I wish this was visual. We need to do this on YouTube. It is on YouTube, isn't it? Yeah, but not 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 visual. No. Yeah. So he put, "This is my target." <laughs> right. So it's a bloke holding a massive carp. Yeah. Like a huge. Yeah. He obviously. Got so obviously, because you've now removed it. I've removed someone, mine. Someone at he looks now looks really as random as you did sending a picture of I've someone holding a mine, massive no fish. Else, and so someone else in the group has gone the bloke or the fish. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So I've sort confusion. of rescued myself and got someone else to bear the brunt. But um, no, I, don't, I don't know where that was going. We started off on something. Well, I didn't think it was going to be funny, so I was happy about that. Okay. But no, it is. I think it was. I think it's probably just the, that. Actually, wasn't the bit you were going to talk about the fact no. you sent it to a group by mistake. 
we were talking about you just body about, positivity. Yeah, you were, well, yeah, just the trans, uh, Amelia's transformation. Okay, photos. so take away here. <laughs> right. Take photographs of you when you start the journey. Yeah. And then keep taking it in the same position, wearing the same clothes. Yeah. Not every week or every fortnight. That is the thing about transformation. You know, it's like they do on the TV shows when they're doing the before and afters of yeah. an interior. It's all dingy. They put the vignette on it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So it just take all this, saturate it and make it look, you know, Dickensian. Yeah. And then they go, yeah. oh, they turn the light on and also <laughs> and put it in colour. Yeah. And everyone goes, oh my God. <laughs> but quite often the person's face has lost 20 years, <laughs> yeah. not through any weight loss, just they've become more attractive, haven't they? And yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So Amelia's was very, very positive. Mm. And so, yeah, the takeaways are here is even if you don't want to, and if you're in lockdown and thinking, when this finishes, I'm going to go for it. Take your photograph now as your reminder. Yeah, and that's good. So that's number one. And the other, the second one, which less PTs use, is is know where that journey, know when you've reached somewhere along that journey. So if you yeah. have a photograph. Now that is important because it, it could never, you could get obsessive, couldn't you? You could never stop. You just keep going. You'll and, never yeah. be happy. I mean, you've seen some of the people, because the, the people we follow through the, the podcast, yeah. you know, yeah. there's some odd, there's some odd looking chair. I mean, that's. You know, our judgment is our next episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but There's there a... are some that just, I mean, don't look anywhere near natural. Oh, the picture. Yeah. There's just some, what, what people are doing to their bodies, just in terms of muscle. muscle mm. and, I think the worst thing is the thing that's happening with in Russia with those biceps. Yeah, oh yeah. That doesn't, I thought they were fake videos. No, is that real? they're, they're real. That's, it's um, terrifying. A steroid or some drug, right. yeah, that just basically mm. makes their biceps look almost like an udder. Isn't it? Yeah, it's, almost, it's horrible. It's horrible yeah, isn't it? it is bad. I, t- I started taking photos when I started working. I just haven't done any recently, but I've yeah. never shared them with you. No. But sorry, you don't have to share them with anyone. I guess no, no, the no. point. I think sometimes it's just good to look at them, not share them, and just you know get a feel for where you are. You yeah. Know? And the third one, there is one last one with with one other client at the moment. One of the things that was happening on the course at the moment, it's really interesting. We have homework and. For whatever reason, when we're feeding back on our homework, every single person goes, I actually haven't written this down, but I'll just say it from the top of my head. None of us write it down. It's like a common theme. It's Mm. like, but I know what I'm going to say. So, and this is very much my character, isn't it? It's like, I've done the research. Occasionally, it's a big deal when I printed something off, but quite often it's it's up in my head. And so for this one particular client, I've been using some some things from the course. And one of them was having something written down or something hearing something is obviously much better in terms of learning. It's a learning skill, isn't it? It's that bit around if someone tells you something, you remember X amount. If they write it down, you remember X. Do you know this? And yeah. then if they show you, you remember even more. I guess the difference between like academics and, yeah. you know, yeah. some people just read a book and go, it's in and stuck. Yeah. And some people have to physically enact that yeah. for it and, to stick. Yeah. And so for this particular person, what I've been saying to them is that firstly, actually physically look in the mirror mm. at the gains you're making. And because yeah. they, they have a they have an objective in terms of, you know, weight loss and, you know, putting on muscle. So firstly, look so that you can actually just, and it is quite a strange thing that we're having to say to people, actually physically look at yourself in the mirror. Well, it's saying, a strange thing, kind of it? listen, understand and... Yeah, but we, people that, don't but generally, we, do they? Yeah. So Sorry. listening and understanding your body, the, the, what we talk about, the themes on this pod, we don't say the word look. No. We say kind of listen and understand, don't we? But, but part look, of, looking is, part, of understanding, is a massive part. Yeah. yeah is and massive part when I say people don't do it, sweeping generalisation... I would say in my experience, a lot of people, when you say to them, stand naked in front of a mirror and have a look at, you know, yeah. the progress you've made, it's like, no. I'm a, I don't know. Yeah, I think it's a, I don't know, it's a split. even split. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't yeah. know, but I think there's lots, lots yeah. of people who go, I don't want to, Yeah. I don't I certainly don't want to take a photo. Yeah. 
So what? What? Are the, because also you, you then start to get into that you manipulate that photo because it's not what you want. Even if you're, especially if you're at the beginning of a journey or part of the way through, yes, you, you haven't hit yeah. your target. Even any of those stages until you're comfortable is a very difficult thing to do, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. You know what you want it because you want it to be better. You want and, the lighting to be good. And, yeah. 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 But the other thing that I've said to this individual, which I'm hoping is going to be really positive, um, is say out loud what you feel positive about. Mm. And again, it isn't a common yeah. thing for people to look in the mirror and go, actually, mm. you know. Well, Mel Robbins does the high five in the mirror. Okay. She actually asks people to, you know, I guess, uh, affirm and yeah. go and, and talk out loud and yeah. give yourself a high five in the yeah. mirror. It might sound crazy to some people, but similar kind of thing, isn't it? Yeah. Nothing wrong with yeah. that. No. Whatever works, right? Got it. Self-love. How are you? That was an in... <laughs> 15 yeah. minutes in. <laughs> course, course was tricky. Course was tricky to say as I, mm. I do offload to you, don't I? Mm. Two, I like it. Two it's steps in the door. Yeah. yeah. I was thinking about it's a Saturday as well. I mean, it's not, you know, why that shouldn't be the day you go and do these kind of courses mm. for yourself. But I don't know, is that more difficult on a weekend? I guess there's a weekend vibe to a degree. More so for the people on the course that have been... A bit more yeah, Saturday lunchtime, yeah. Do you feel you need to split these things up? I'm not do, able do you, to work because of lockdown, so... Any day is the same day yeah. today. And secondly, my workouts are so regular now. So after this pod, I'll go and do a gym session. So mm. I suppose it doesn't yeah. feel like a yeah, different sure. day particularly. It does in some elements, but, mm. Mm. but it is a good point. I think if it was life, life was different, I think, yeah, maybe doing it on a Saturday would have a different vibe. Yeah. We went down a bit of a rabbit hole, didn't we? Yeah. Last step. Yeah. How much did you have to cut out last time? But why? why? No, no, it just felt... Uh, a lot. You know, I went. To, I think I. I think I went. Yeah, I texted there, you afterwards and went. Good luck with that shit. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those things where it feels like something. You know, if you're writing a, like a long bit of copy and you go back over it, yeah, you chop the extraneous stuff off, mm -hmm. and you still don't lose the sentiment, yeah. or the messaging, yeah. Or it feels very rarely I cut anything out that just takes a whole point. I mean, occasionally there'll be something like if I take that out. It, it doesn't. It, lot, yeah, it doesn't yeah. make sense, and there's no context for the the thing that goes before and after. But I think yeah, it wasn't a rant, though, which is, I think, what no, I was, it just had. It, it just, just went had a lot down to deeper, say. And deeper. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I was, I was dead in my ass on that again. Yeah, <laughs> um, I was saying to you, wasn't I? I sounded drunk, and I, it was really hard to listen back to me. Yeah, really hard. I didn't. I no, didn't no one get probably that, noticed, but, no, but yeah. I guess when you got in the headphones and you're turning up and you're editing, you you know you have that level of detail. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, are you all right? You all right, hand. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because things took a turn around 42 minutes, I felt. <laughs> okay. And, what, uh, what happened at 42 minutes? You well, we kind notes? of, I got a little bit of a reflection on it. Okay. Because I was using life, lifestyle design as a jumping off point, And like everything that comes out of my mouth mm -hmm. is from a position of privilege. Yes. I think you, because it tweaks your moral judgment, and there'll be more judgment in the next episode, I keep saying that, mm -hmm. but about your moral judgment around inequality, lack of privilege and lack of opportunity yeah. for some, yeah. or for a lot, yeah. for many. You quite rightly challenged it. Yeah. And I wasn't ready for it, I think. <laughs> and you were <laughs> but, tired. But, but, yeah, so there's, there's a bit of all those things. So it's good. And then you're like, oh, well, now we're down a track, which probably needs some thought, some retrospection, some, you know yes. what I mean? And then yes. so you can come back and have another run at it. Yeah. It felt like we were, I think it's a really, where we got to, I think it was a really interesting discussion. And it can be quite sensitive Yeah, how we approach that and yeah. how our views come out. Yeah. And also... Like I said, if, if you can have that time for retrospection and, and, and think around it and come back and you went, this feels like an old fashioned, what did you say? Um, conversation in a snug. Yeah, that's what they used to call in the olden days, a conversation. I yeah. think that's what it is, to have that time to go away, formulate your thoughts, come back and have a discussion. Yeah. 
again, I know I speak in generalizations, but I think there is a, a degree of lost art because Zoom by its very nature becomes mm. a scattergun approach. Yeah, yeah. You can't have the nuances, you can't have the emotions. Yeah. And everything's, it's, everything's got a stop clock on it as well, isn't it? Yeah. So I think it's a really interesting discussion. And I guess my stance, having reflected on it, is that although privilege gives you an amazing head start, mm-hmm. and the caveat here <laughs> being that if we're saying that success is judged by a better education, better career options, more wealth generation, increased quality of life with understanding and means to a better mental and physical health, that's the caveat of what success could look like. Did you, I'm just suddenly remembering, did you cut out your fisherman story? Yeah, I did. Okay. I've got that coming up in my bookmark. Oh, have you? Okay. Yeah, yeah I did. <laughs> it was a good story. Yeah. It just resonates it, with it, what it, you're saying. Yeah, now. it was too, yeah, it was kind of a little bit too long. So yes, yeah, so you get an amazing head start with access to education, healthcare, support, encouragement, opportunity, etc. But my point was mindset being a really strong point about this. And that combined with a, a leveling of technology based information services and tools. Again, not everyone on this planet has access to those things. No. There's a massive divide in accessing those things for many developing countries. But I think the playing fields are being leveled. Okay, that's where I was coming from. Yeah. It doesn't mean that, you know, you're, you're actually bang on with that. There's loads of people who are just stuck in a rut, haven't got the opportunity, haven't got the right building blocks in mm. place. Mm. But my point was, hopefully you'd like to think that all the advancements in not just in, well, just in tech and attitudes and information, just, I don't know, help people to kind of have a crack at something. Yeah. You, you give, be, give, give people the... The shot. And you're right. My next point was I didn't have the time for my fisherman story. Um, <laughs> so the idea is that um, a tourist was at a harbor, was on holiday, and he mm-hmm. sees this fisherman lazing on yeah. the harbor yeah. in the sunshine. Mm. And he went up to him and said, um, how many fish have you caught today? He said, oh, I just caught a couple this morning. Yeah. And he said, well, why don't you go out a few more times during the day? Mm. Then you can catch more fish and then you can eat some and then you can sell some. And if mm. you kept doing that, you can then go and buy a boat because you mm. have enough money to go mm. buy a boat and then you can catch more fish. Mm. Then you can hire people to come and help mm. you and maybe get more boats and catch, catch yeah. more fish. And then maybe one day you can get a fish market <laughs> and start selling all your fish and make mm. even more money and then mm. employ more people. And then the, 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 the fisherman turned around and said, then what would I do? And the tourist went, well, you wouldn't have any care in the world and you can just sit on the harbour in the sunshine. And he went, that's what I'm doing. Yeah. And I haven't had to wait 25 years to do it. Yeah. It's quite a simple one, but yeah. I think that kind of says quite a lot about what we're all trying to do in terms of, you know, are you doing something you love doing? Why are you doing it? Yeah. Are you chasing the buck? Why are you chasing the buck? Why are you working 40 years to then retire? Yeah. And you could actually do that now. I, I also had some retrospective thoughts about and I think sometimes maybe about every one in eight podcasts, I just have a cold shiver and go, oh, it's not very good. And like I text you instantly, don't yeah, I? It's like, yeah. you know, destroy it all. I'll come around about <laughs> three in the morning. We'll do another one. Do again. I was still up at three, so I could have done one. <laughs> um, the point that was going through my mind was that that so much of what we're able to comment on in life is what we've experienced. Mm. And I think that's more valuable than what we've read. I think what we've actually experienced becomes... Yeah. It has a depth to it. And there are two very, very different things. One of the, the things when I was thinking about my feelings regard privilege, not so much privilege, because I think that's overused at the moment, but uh, more opportunity, is when we used to foster, we fostered two two beautiful girls um, for about three, three or four years, I think. And they were two of 17. So not all wow. complete brothers and sisters, right. but the family, the family group. So their father had 17 children. And I think there was an element of of working with them and we had a great time with them and they made fantastic progress. But one of the things when I actually did read some research on this was that the ability to change 
children in care change as in improve mm. their life chances and their overall yeah. almost susceptibility to new ideas mm-hmm. goes down very, very quickly after the age of seven. Right. And what happened with these two children is that they had a completely different lifestyle with us than yeah. they, they had had yes, in the yeah. past, but it wasn't enough. Wow. And they, they, they went back to type in a, in a degree. Okay, I see. Now, not a comment on them. They're beautiful. We, we still keep in touch with one of them and not a comment on them. But it was almost that everything that they had subsumed, subsumed mm. in their learning to years. To that point. Yeah, in, in the most in, uh, yeah. informative, not informative, uh, impressionable years? Yeah. So in their okay. most formative and impressionable years, that had had a, a disproportionate effect that although they were having opportunities. Yeah, no, I get that. I get that. But, and, but, but again, that is just one, I guess, my, back to my point, people can change. Hundred percent. Not give it another year. Who knows? Etc. Yeah. So, but you're up against you're up against almost invisible forces. Yeah. That's the point I'm saying. And it's not a bit. It's not. It's not necessarily damage is done. But there's there's a lot. There's depending depending what consequences. Yeah. Have come out of that. A lot of those early foundations have been laid in a very quick setting. Cement. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Um, So that was one. That was on a micro level. And then on a macro level, there's a guy I follow on Insta and on Twitter called Yashar Ali. Um, I have mentioned him once or twice before. I agree with about half of what he says Mm. and disagree with about probably half. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, how are you going to break up the other 50%? You do the math. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And half of it, yeah, half I agree, half I disagree, and half I'm in the middle about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hate his math. So he was just talking something about some data that had come out from one of the latest vaccines in America, and it's on Johnson & Johnson. Oh, uh, yeah, I've heard, yeah. And that it's only now one injection and blah, 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 right. blah. When I saw the Johnson & Johnson data last night, the first thing I thought, because my brain is broken, was some Americans are going to trash this on Twitter. Right. One shot and it prevents hospitalization. Stick it in my arm right now. I'll wait in line. But there's more a more important point. Mm. And I think what he was saying is as soon as something comes on, you know, the trolls come in and go, mm. yeah, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the second thing he said, it doesn't require super cold storage like Pfizer. So this is a boon for developing countries. Mm. This is not to suggest that people in developing countries deserve a less effective vaccine. This is about logistics. And this suddenly opened my eyes because there's lots in about the EU not letting us have stuff and that. And should we be sharing with Africa? And no, we're going to keep it all for ourselves, blah, blah, blah. So he said, if you look at the um, Democratic Republic of Congo, and he spent some time there, so there's a this point is, to this. Yeah, next episode, but go on. Seriously? <laughs> yeah, it is, yeah. Do you, do you even know? About what? Eritrea and DRC, yeah. Well, you might not know this particular okay, bit. go on. It's, it so, might be good. Uh, looking at the Democratic Republic of Congo, yeah. it has a country of 1,800 miles of paved road. 1,800 miles. Oh, right, and it's yeah. the 11th largest country by size in the world. Saudi Arabia. It's 89 million, I think it's 89 million population Is it? of DRC. And yeah. so 1,800 miles of paved road. Yeah. By comparison, Saudi Arabia, obviously tiny in comparison, yeah. has 45,000 miles of paved road. Yeah. So when you're talking about a vaccine which doesn't require super, super cold and only requires one shot, this yeah. is a big deal for countries like yes, Congo. Yes, it is, yeah. And then he goes on to show some pictures of and course, some maps. Of course, but all that trolling instantly comes from uh, you are born in a country a high-income country, yeah. which we'll, we'll definitely come on to on the next yes. one. You can't knock anyone for having that view yeah. because that is their only view. Yes. However, like we always talk about, there's there's a wider, more global discussion, isn't there? Yeah. 
about things, especially about things like that. And this. that globalization is how he finishes. So what you said okay. there is really good. He said, I know as Americans we tend to focus on ourselves, yeah, but this pandemic isn't going to be over until we have widespread vaccination across the globe. Yes. Americans being vaccinated isn't enough to lower our guard completely. Yeah. And he said, if I can get you to care about people in the DRC, perhaps you'll look at this selfishly. The faster people in countries get like DLC get vaccinated, the faster you can go on your vacations and the faster you can lower your guard here in the USA. Yeah, correct. And that, I think, for me, summed up perspectives. Yep. Because my first thought is, oh, maybe it is only 86% or maybe it's this or maybe it's that. But such instead it's no. Such an arrow view, isn't it? Yeah. That we, that we, all, we all have by yeah. default. Yes. In, unless you know to look a little bit wider. But that, that's actually inspired someone goes, me. That, you've, got, you've got a narrow view. Yeah. yeah. Why? Why? Because of that. Oh, Christ, I have, haven't I? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's, when he said it's the logistics, and it is, yeah. it, it isn't anything about the efficiency or the efficacy no. or, or who should have it first. It's about... But it's, no, you're right. It's all to do with it that. It is, yeah. But at the end of the day, if you've only got a few paved roads, Absolutely, you can't, this yeah. is better. Mm-hmm. No, it's good. It's a nice tea for the next one. I didn't know we were going to... We do... It's okay. It's all right. It's all right. It's perfect, in fact. Hmm. No, I think it's, it's a perfect tie-in. Good. Thank you. Don't say thank you like you knew. <laughs> did you like? Did you like? <laughs> no, I didn't. Did you, did you like the photograph I sent you today uh, of the cat? Yeah. No, yeah. You didn't. The cat. What? Did you read it? The the, the um. There's a cat one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying to think what it was. There's, you a, want there's to... a fat cat on a bed. Yeah, but oh. was there not? Hold on. Read it. Well, you wanted cat gifts. I haven't sent them for a while. Hold on. I'm, Wait, I'm busy. I've been writing these. I've been busy. I've been watching all morning. I've been, I've been I've spent the last 14 we, we, hours we, of my life looking three, for funny memes. <laughs> we have three channels. I don't know where you sent it. Oh, right. There's a fat cat on a bed, yeah. right? Yeah. Really, really fat. Yeah. And it says, Someone, how are you? And it goes, Me? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. Well, that was the joke, the standing joke. Yeah, I know it was. For two podcasts. And I went morning with a laughing face on it. What else do you want? Come on, damn. Um, <laughs> Tough crowd. <laughs> um, the comedy special's going I'm also, well. <laughs> I'm also, it is, we need to pick this up. Did we actually get to the bottom of your bottom, your Venezuelan hemorrhoids? Did we, because I think I might have just been taking the piss as I usually am. And I don't think you quite got to the point of why you don't find toilet humour funny. We just ended up talking about eels and gummy snakes coming out your bottom, which was most unsavoury. <laughs> I wasn't. I, I don't think I'll ever eat a gummy snake again, to be honest. Are you I, sure you didn't get worms over there? You might have had a worm, might have had a parasite. I don't know. I don't think it's that important. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, not now. If it was as aged no. again, I'm sure it's gone. I, 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 can, I, can, I don't think we got to the reason why you don't find it funny. You just don't find it funny. I can tell you the reason. Yeah, that's what I'm asking. Okay, so two reasons. The school I went to, my father went to the same school. Yeah. So one of the things that used to happen at that school mm. in my dad's time was if you farted, in school, right. in class. If it was audible. or yes. if it was just and if it was pinned to you. Okay, right. You were told to go outside and shake yourself. Shake yourself? <laughs> it, it was like a demand that you had to leave the classroom, go into the corridor and somehow... And shake yourself. Shake yourself. So what's, I, the po- sorry, what's the point of shake? I don't know. It's oh, just God. the thing in the school. So growing up with that... Talk, talking about being influenced in your most impressionable years, yeah. right? <laughs> This has literally affected yeah. your life. Farting is not natural. I don't want to fart because I've got to go outside and shake myself. And also, right if, you, if you're there in the corridor shaking, you're yeah, basically twerking. <laughs> it's like... Did you actually go out and shake? You just stand there and go... It, oh, it happened less in my time. It Did was more in my dad's. In my time, you were just beaten. So that was fine. Really? <laughs> not, not just for farting. For anything, really. 
But <laughs> so that's number one. And number two, I so wasn't glad I asked. I wasn't going to share this one. I wasn't going to okay. share this, but I'm going to. Okay, go on. We might cut it. Let's out. just see. You've already said the two things, so you're going to have to follow I've, through. I've, I've, <laughs> see that's what you are laughing you're finding uh, that no, funny no you it's are, a sympathy you... laugh so <laughs> this this is in reference to my mum r.i.p yeah god bless her right <laughs> she was fairly precise as an individual uh-huh. and had very very set routines yeah. and set ways and some of these were some of these were positive and have helped me in life sure and some of them in retrospect were slightly wider the mark and sometimes i would drop them into conversation and people would just go you're having a fucking laugh. And I go, no, no, surely everyone does this. Oh, right, okay. So one of the ones, one of the situation was, was when I was, when I was old enough to go to the toilet by myself, I was given a short lecture by my mother about how to go to the toilet. And... My giggling already, go on. So, I can't look at you. Um, basically, what she said was, you didn't want to hit the water. Right. So when you're peeing, yeah. don't hit the water. Because it makes a noise and it my mother, my, No, not because oh, of the she splash. Hear it. She didn't like the noise. She found that yeah. Ab- offensive. Uh, yeah, okay. Right. As a young boy, especially in my teenage years, yeah. trying to control that bad boy to the side. It's his like... Hold a bad boy. That's just too I'm much jumping detail. Ahead. Okay. So moving into my it's teenage years... It's hardly kind of a fireman wrestling his fireman hose, is it? Or is it? I'm full tilt. <laughs> literally you're flying around the bathroom <laughs> that's part of the comedy clown isn't it when they have those fire engines that yeah. fall apart with the hose that goes everywhere so um, you're controlling the okay so basically when i went for a pee it became it's a thing it was a it thing was, it was, it, and, and that, that probably is okay. a fairly restrictive thing is it the same for the uh for twos or not or is that i think that's impossible isn't it what not to, <laughs> to miss the water what did you make? Yeah, a noise? I just, yeah, I just thought they were just a general, don't oh, make a noise when you get to the no, toilet. No, we had one of those foam fire extinguishers <laughs> that we'd put down first to, to soften the blow. <laughs> yeah. I think most families do. A catcher, fine. poo catcher. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah. Called Colin, actually. That's a coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> we were what was well called to, Colin? Our poo catcher. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. We were well-to-do well family. Yeah, that's yeah. right. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that, I guess that's just... Yeah, I think toilet humour was almost basically banned. Yeah, okay. White Lines. Mm. I know this song, mm. but when you said it, I couldn't I couldn't pick, I couldn't couldn't pick. hear it in my head. Okay. Um, it's a great song, isn't it? Yes. Released in 1983 on Sugar Hill Records, the record was credited to Grandmaster and Mel Mel. Mm. The song, which warns against the dangers of cocaine addiction and drug smuggling, peaked at 47 on the Billboard Hot Black Singles chart in 1983. And the song fared better in the United Kingdom, reaching number seven on the UK singles chart in July 1984. Strange, it didn't do better in America, didn't it? It spent 17 consecutive weeks in the top 40. It was the 13th best-selling single of 1984 in the UK, selling more than several number one hits of that year. Mm. Something I thought was interesting. I I bet you didn't know this. The lines, a businessman is caught with 24 kilos... He's out on bail, out on jail, and this—that's the way it goes. Mm. Refers to who? Do you know? I do. Oh, you do? Yeah. John DeLorean. Yeah. Right. I didn't know this. Goldwing Cars. Yeah, the maker of yeah. the DeLorean. We haven't seen Back to the Future. That car's in that film. Okay. Built in Ireland, wasn't it? 
DeLorean. I might be. Got a Solid the steel, wasn't it? Stainless steel, wasn't it? Mm. That was a good idea. In 1982, became entrapped in a scheme to save his company from bankruptcy, which I do know the story of, mm. using drug money, which I didn't know. No, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Some of the lyrics in White Lines, something like a phenomenon, echoed lyrics from the song Cavern by Liquid Liquid, mm. slip in and out of phenomenon from which the famous bass line was borrowed. But it was banned from by the BBC, was it? Did you have that in your... No, I haven't got that in there. All right. No, oh, I haven't maybe that's... anything there. But I was going to um, run through some of the, the lyrics. Okay. Ticket to ride, white line highway, tell all your friends, they can go my way, pay your toll, sell your soul, pound for pound, cost more than gold. Looks like I'm not going to join in here. I no. might need some help in a minute. I was just thinking I'm basically in the Bronx. The longer so. you stay, the more you pay, my white lines go a long way, either up your nose or through your vein, with nothing to gain except killing your brain. Freeze. Come on. Rock. No, you're not. You're so fucking miserable. Honestly, can you join in? You're the musician. I literally did this whole thing, think he's gonna, he's gonna go freeze. <laughs> Rock. Ah, <laughs> uh, you're not gonna get higher, baby. Uh, you're, you're embarrassed, aren't you? Yeah, I'm not good at this. I'm not good at vaudeville. <laughs> Are they spontaneous? Organized fun? No, rubbish. But you know, spon- spontaneous fun. Hmm. Okay. Again. Like you said, tough crowd. <laughs> that was much better in my head. No, it worked. I, okay. think, I think my my lack of joining in actually. I thought if I, if I I've got to give it something, otherwise he's not going to go with me. I can't believe back in the day I used to stand in front of like hundreds of people and talk. It's ridiculous, isn't it? Oh, in your jobs. Yeah. What are you going to tell us about? <laughs> you used to be a dictator of, a, of of the DRC or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, a small a small African republic. <laughs> yeah. Happy days. Right. Shall we, uh, shall we move on? Mm. So what do you find funny, Mark? Do you find anything funny? I've just sang a song. I found that. Did you, you didn't find it funny. You just found it really awkward. Yeah, I did find that awkward. Yeah. But don't they say with children, like babies? <laughs> I'm sorry. No, don't they say... I'm trying to be a grown-up here. Don't they say... <laughs> I might have got this completely wrong. I think that they say when babies laugh, it's a reaction to fear in their early formative years. So if you chuck a child up in the air... I thought you were a responsible father. (laughs) My brother-in-law did that with with one of my daughters once throughout and he had a fan in his um, Oh, no, no. (laughs) Uh, But it wasn't like the fan was fine. But uh, (laughs) (laughs) no, Uh. I, I think pretty certain that's a thing that for informative years the laugh is a response to fear it's almost a relief yeah um and i went i went to see jimmy carr back in the day when jimmy carr used to f- be funny <laughs> and um he he decided to tell the world's like cruelest meanest joke right and it was about a half hour prelude into yeah, this yeah, yeah. and he did say something that to all intents and purposes was abhorrent yeah it was funny and it was clever but that if you Broke it down into bits, which was, was exactly his point. Yeah. And I think that's very take, much Ricky com- Chavez. Comfort zone, isn't it? And, yeah. You know, challenging that. Yeah. Humour can be dissected mm-hmm. as a frog can, the B. White wrote. But the thing dies in the process and the innards are discouraging to any but the purely scientific mind. Mm-hmm. True to form, philosophers, scientists and certain left-brained comedians have been scrutinising humans' innards for centuries, seeking a serious understanding of what makes things funny. Mm-hmm. According to one scholarly definition, something is humorous if people cognitively appraise it as funny, if it creates the positive emotion of amusement, or if it produces laughter. But while the average adult laughs 18 times a day, 
<laughs> not you. Well, you 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 must do a 35 then yeah to, to make even up for yours. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, i la- do i do once i do laugh every morning when i get up and think what another fucking day to get through <laughs> what a joke this is <laughs> yeah. uh, In- insert laugh here yeah Laughter isn't a reliable indicator. Researchers found that only 10 to 20% of remarks that prompted laughter to be remotely funny. Yeah, get that totally. One general theory put forth by Plato, Aristotle, Hobbes, Descartes? Descartes. Descartes. Huh? Descartes. Oh, is it Descartes? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry if you've read him, haven't you? <laughs> A-stream. <laughs> and Baudelaire holds that we are amused when we are made to feel superior to others. Freud, for his part, suggested that forbidden things are hilarious mm. because humour is a pressure valve for re- regressive psychic energy. Yet another approach pioneered by Kant and Schopenhauer and affirmed by Henny Youngman, this is all very highbrow, isn't it, um, sees humour arising from incongruity. Yeah. When conventions are undermined by an absurd situation, we're tickled. Yeah. Um, See, I can I can relate to that more than the slapstick Mm. laugh out loud type humor we mentioned harlequins a little while ago didn't we harlequins and clowns scare me the idea of i think it's almost a bit like new year's eve isn't it if someone has to dress up and shake bells yeah like like in rent a ghost (laughs) clay pole clay pole yeah yeah Yeah, i think we've both seen yeah (laughs) that never happens no 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 no. i just think i think it's if you have to make the effort of having basically having a recruitment yeah Mm -hmm. yeah props (laughs) <laughs> then then that undermines the humor because it doesn't it's hard to be spontaneous if you have to get dressed up paint your face and then yeah have a car horn going ah, ah. yeah why does humor exist in the first place in sex aggression and humor responses to unicycling <laughs> talking about that one of the greatest titles ever to come out of academia um, a British researcher proposed that humour may be a byproduct of male hormonal aggression, a hypothesis inspired by the overwhelming percentage of men who mocked him while he was out riding his unicycle. <laughs> Women were much more supportive. A more sweeping theory persists that humour is an evolutionary adaption that has promoted human survival by rewarding our relatively feeble minds for distinguishing true from false, right from wrong, and harmless from dangerous over countless harrowing and deeply confusing centuries. Mm-hmm. Which goes back to Jimmy Carr's joke, doesn't it? I guess what you're saying there about harrowing experiences. Yeah, and it's also, I guess, your um, your moral code, isn't it? Mm. What you feel is right and wrong. Yeah, taboos, which is kind of Freud's thing, isn't it? Things you shouldn't talk about yes. to yeah. do with sex or yeah. Just interrupt, please, just please, just, please, just for please, once. Please, please do. So on Instagram, I follow someone called Pulp Brother, mm. and he does a massive number of paintings, and I adore them. Absolutely, Pulp Brother. If anyone wants to have a look. And he's done one I was going to send you today, which has a black and white cat in a litter tray, which I thought would Mm. tickle your fancy. What was he doing? We're just having a shit. I mean... Yes, there's there's no words on this one. He does funny ones. You're you're getting me wrong, right? (laughs) Someone taking a shit isn't... (laughs) Okay. Isn't inherently... It needs some context. Isn't inherently funny. Oh, I didn't do it for that reason, actually. Someone doing it in the back garden would probably make me laugh, right? Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Which yeah. is just what we're talking about. It's about context and, yeah. you know. Yeah. <laughs> but not a cat in your back garden. I mean, I must admit, or my cat goes... Maybe a neighbour. <laughs> what, taking a shit in my garden? Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah it would get some kind of engagement from me. Yeah. Probably not a laugh, but... So, anyway. I was, I got, I got very into Instagram last night for a whole number of reasons. Doesn't matter why. So, Pulp Brother, I wrote to him and I said, I'd just like to thank you for the joy your paintings have given okay. me. And he got back to me and we had a little conversation and that was fine. And I said, can I buy some? And he said, yeah. So I'm going to buy one or Uh some. 
last night I was looking at his site. Right. You realise you can't afford him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's three grand, three grand a pop. They're not, they're not cheap, but they are good. Okay. So I was reading this last night, and yeah. I'm just suddenly, when you were reading those names out, mm-hmm. and this is my big spooky coincidence, yeah. I'm just going to, to flick through what I was reading last night, and yeah. how many of these... So, so, dear listener, I'm showing a picture on my phone of what I was reading last night, and each one is um, a different philosopher all painting right, all right, yeah. with the name above. So, uh, Nietzsche. But anyway, yeah, I, think yeah. it's, I think you'll find it's Nietzsche. Okay. okay. Yeah. Second one? Kant. Who you just mentioned. Did I? Yeah. Okay. I think it was Kant. No, I, don't think, I didn't mention Kant. Okay. Listeners, I'm not one to pick a fight. I'm not one to judge. Go back, look at your notes, apologize, and we'll move on. Yeah, I did. I said by Kant and Schopenhauer. All right. Next one. I think you said him as well, or not? Heidegger. Hmm. Uh, I didn't, and I'm checking my notes, and I didn't. Did you see That's this okay. guy? Uh, Louis Bernal? No. I don't think Jim Jones is a philosopher. I think he's he just... just looks like a 50s crooner. He looks like Roy Orbison. He does, yeah. yeah. Did you mention that guy? Uh, Schopenhauer, I did, yeah. Yeah. I've mentioned him three times now, thanks to you. Yeah. yeah. So, you were looking at this last night. Yeah. It's weird, isn't it? You started talking about stuff this morning, the beginning of this pod, it's going to go in the next one. And some of those people on there, I didn't... Why are we so in tune with each other? I didn't... Yet so far apart. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't even hear of some of those until you literally mentioned them then. And something in my neural pathways went, you've heard of this person before, Uh and it was from an American artist. Right. I just wanted to bring that up, because I think that's... Because we can be silly, can't we? And like, um, sophomoric humour. Not soporific. Um, (laughs) That's No, yeah. (laughs) Is that which is juvenile and puerile. I mean, you're up for a bit of that, no, aren't you? No, I'm not. Why not? Oh, we have so many things we have a laugh about. It's just it's proper silliness. I don't think it's juvenile and pure. We think it's, well, it's hardly highbrow. Some of the stuff no, we it's talk about. Bro. It's a type of comedy that often includes toilet humour and gags that are based on an appeal to silly sense of immaturity. No, Unless that's not me at all. <laughs> <laughs> the word sophomoric, an adjective dating from 1813, is used to refer and describe something or someone that is conceited, overconfident, poorly informed and immature, as characterised by a stereotypical sophomore. No, I don't think I'm... I think I'm... I think I like word play in humour. Right. I mean, a classic you laugh one... At my, you laugh at my silly uh, silly sayings, don't you? Silly ideas. Well, you'd. I think that the prime example of word play would be one of your favourites, wouldn't it? Be the um, two Ronnies with four candles. Oh, that's yeah. that's just clever. Yeah, the script for that was sold for twenty eight thousand. It's silly though, isn't it? There's a silliness about it. Yeah, I'm yeah. just trying to think what I do find funny. Maybe I should have given this a bit more thought. It was this literally was your idea. You turn up. I was trying to make it a yin and yang to the last one. I thought this would be. I thought yeah, Kang, I, I thought Clan costume. That's might why I've worked hard enough. at look, understanding humour and the kind of you know the intellectual nature. So of I'm, such I things. then bring in the. Bring in the lulls to back up your. Mm, mm. Should I well, see if I can find some spontaneous humour? Um. Um, I entered a poetry competition when I was twelve, and I wrote a really good poem. Although looking back at it, I wrote a poem last night actually, but I'm not going to read that out either. You literally tell us you you have poems you're never going to read out. Why do you even tell us? Don't, don't you think life is different at like two in the morning? The whole world is different. Yeah, yeah like so different. So you just thought you were Keats or something? Did you at three o'clock this morning? And you've looked. Have you read it this morning? Have you read it no. since? <laughs> Why don't you just do it? Open it up and just give it. Just let rip. Come on, this could be brilliant. No, I, I no, just it's... just do it. I won't. I won't put it in. I promise. 
Not a lot of laughs. I like it though. It's good. I did send it to one person last night. I think he appreciated it. <laughs> Three in the morning because right. he answered. <laughs> that's it, yeah, that's what I wanted. He was lying awake going, if only I could. I, if only I had a dismal poem. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know. I even read that to you on a, a Lowell special. So. I like it. Okay, good. I'm glad you like it. Yeah, I do. Very good. <laughs> We're about to be funny. We're about to be funny on that. We're not funny at all in this episode. No. Have we actually laughed at all? We've laughed a fair bit, actually. It's not oh, so here we go. Here we go, the poem. So I wrote a poem. I think it was the one that I later had published, the, the, the one they renamed The Death of Lady Macbeth. We still haven't, we still haven't the one I can't find it. for 40, I can't find 46 it. episodes. I haven't really kept it. So that particular poem came second in the competition. Right. And the I'll winner... gutted. No, no, it's taking part. That's important. And uh, the one that won, I've remembered to this day. Have you? The whole poem. Partly because it's only about six words. <laughs> and secondly, because I thought this was sheer brilliance. Okay, go. Title of the poem is Pollution. Uh-huh. I do have to give one caveat. This is based on a well-known, and I can't even remember who by it, but a well-known classical poem, this particular yeah. line. So it's entitled Pollution. Mm-hmm. I shot an arrow in the sky. It stuck. <laughs> I thought that's brilliant. Yes, right. I think that I shot an arrow in the sky is from... Okay. Someone. Henry Wadsworth. Oh, maybe it isn't. Maybe it's just. I a shot smart an arrow thing. in the air. It fell to earth. Oh yeah, I know not where. I know not where. But um, bum. Doesn't all have to be about laughs. Thank God. I don't think most of our listeners come here for the laughs. No. They come for um. What do they come for? Sympathy. Is listening to us like watching EastEnders? We go, at least my life yeah. isn't as shit as theirs. Yeah. You know, maybe that could, we they've could, got all that. They've got all that white male <laughs> privilege and look at the fuck up they've made. <laughs> they couldn't even get that right. Yeah. Goalie's knackered on the on the 18-yard box. The yeah. ball is on the goal line. Yeah. And we still stick it out for a fucking goal kick, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> we yeah. just can't get it together. It's not that bad. It's all right. Well, I'm no. feeling a little bit, I'm feeling a little bit shoulders back, soft buck. Mm. Feeling a little bit low. All right, let's get out of this funk. Okay. Brain food. Do you want to hear some, um, some science about laughter from, um, from the brain, a journal of neurology? Yeah. I thought you did. wonder who, <laughs> they all sat in, didn't they? We're going to do a journal. Mm. You can see them all. Tweed jackets, leather patches. Oh, yeah. What should we call it? What well, we, we all know about it? the brain. We're full of all brain surgeons. and yeah. What, should, yeah. what should we call it? I don't know. We're bringing some marketing Noggin? guys. No. <laughs> you remember yeah. when BP changed their logo from BP to BP? And the, BT did it. What? They didn't change it from BT to BT. They just... Well, it's British Telecom, then it was BT, and then they changed... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The letters. You've got two letters to work with. Yeah, right. <laughs> Move on. Okay, so, yeah. Call it the brain. Um, the expression of laughter seems uh, keep up with this one. The expression mm. of laughter seems to depend on two partially independent neuronal pathways. The first of these is an involuntary or emotional driven system involves the we've done this before. Amygdala. Amygdala, thalamic hypo and subtha- subthalamic areas and dorsal tegmental brain stem. The second voluntary system originates in the premortal frontal or percular areas and leads through the motor cortex and pyramidal tract to the ventricle brainstem. 
I'm just off for a bit. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I just made because he had the punchline. Yeah, no, that's a good one. <laughs> These systems and the laughter response appear to be coordinated by a laughter coordinating center in the dorsal upper pons. Analysis of the cerebral correlate of humor have been impeded by a lack of consensus among psychologists on exactly what humor is and of what essential components it consists. So all that science is by the by because nobody can actually determine what, no. hu- what, what funny is or humor is. Yeah. I thought you'd like that. I mean, that just rolled off the tongue, didn't it? Yeah, I think that's going to bring in a few more listeners. Have you have ever had anyone ever in their life describe themselves as not having a sense of humour? Because um, they patently are people. Would you? I'm hilarious. <laughs> I'm the funniest person I know. Well, that's different to having a sense of humour. Being funny and being hilarious is different to having a sense of humour, oh, okay. right? okay. So what sense of humour is recognising other people's humour? Well, a sense of humour is having an understanding of what humour is. It doesn't You can be funny without having a clue why, couldn't you? You could just be a funny person, naturally funny, but don't have a sense oh, I don't of humour. So you could be trying to be funny back and on. No, I don't. No, I don't. Get I think a sense of humour to me is an understanding of humour. Are we saying the same thing? <laughs> Probably, but no, you're right. I mean, people put that in, you know, CVs back in the day, wasn't it? G S O H in it, and all the uh, yeah, the Lonely Hearts ads. Great sense of humour. Yeah, I know what it means. All right. But you don't You're get, spiky today, don't like it. You won't get many on Tinder going, to be honest. <laughs> my yeah. sense of humour is sorely yeah. lacking. I don't find but I love any cats. joy in any... <laughs> yeah, cat having a shit in a litter tray. <laughs> I find that funny. But, but anything That's else... That's about it. <laughs> yeah. Laugh and the world laughs with you, the adage goes. And while laughter and the happiness it brings can actually be contagious, thanks in part to mirror neurons that fire when we observe other people doing a certain action, humour brings with it a variety of surprising benefits even when we enjoy it alone. Yes, and there is a groundswell of opinion at the moment that even forced laughter creates neuropathways. And one of the things I'm doing on the course is the... Which I chucked in at the end of the... In the middle of the scan the other day was the half smile. Yeah, you did, yeah. You can actually kid your brain that you're smiling without mm-hmm. smiling. Mm-hmm. It gives, it thinks you're smiling. Mm. As researchers have started to look more closely at humour and its effects, they discovered that genuine laughter or mirth lights up multiple areas of the brain. As a joke unfolds, the frontal lobe jumps into action to process the information. It serves as a gatekeeper of sorts and determines if we're going to get the joke or not. Mm. That's the sense of humour, mm. getting jokes, understanding. Yeah. Yeah. If the frontal lobe finds something potentially funny, it lets the effects of that humour proceed and sends out an electrical wave through the cerebral cortex. From there, the rest of our body responds with surprise, delight, and laughter. The results can be anything from a mild chuckle to an all-out belly laugh. And the chuckle does more for you than you might realise, according to research by Carl Marchi, PhD assistant, professor of psychiatry at Harvard Medical School. Now, they know their onions, don't they? Mm. People at Harvard. Uh, and the Director of Social Neuroscience in the Psychotherapy Research Programme Massachusetts General Hospital. Laughter and humour are, among other things, powerful agents in combating mood disorders. Laughter can trigger the brain's emotional reward centre, delivering a heaping dose of feel-good dopamine and mood-lifting serotonin. It can even increase the release of endorphins, the pain-relieving chemicals in our brain, releases in response to such things as exercise, food and sex. This is what you said earlier. Humour definitely has positive effects on us psychologically, says Alex Borgella, a PhD candidate in psychology at Tufts University. It doesn't sound like a real one. No. Tufts. Um, whose research is centred on why and when we use humour. Laughter is one of the very first vocalisations made by babies as early as two months. Mm. 
From there, we learn what to laugh at based on our experiences, attitudes and friendships. Uh, Alex says that studies on humour and mental health show a correlation between higher sense of humour scores and attributes such as greater self-esteem, better coping skills during stressful times and a better image of self and our place in the world. People with more developed sense of humour may be better equipped for dealing with difficult and life-threatening situations. Wrong. (laughs) (laughs) You need to find bums funny, then you'll be yeah, you'll be all over it. We got an email, good from our resident army captain. Mm. Uh, morning, guys. Captain here. Uh, meant to say last week after your face scan, Mark. Uh, it sounded really professional. Oh, your voice was calming and in a slightly rough fag smoking sort of way. Or as Damo would say, sounded a, <laughs> sounded a bit dirty, but not in a pervy way. <laughs> I did an eight-week mindfulness course about four years ago, and you've inspired me to go back and reread some of my notes. Oh, right. That's, cool, right? Yeah, no, that's nice. I've attached a few of the teachings for your perusal. Okay. Which I'll... Could have been the same course I did, I wonder. Uh, Love the piece on plane armouring. We had the same problem for helicopters in Northern Ireland. Uh, yeah, I think he was a bit keen on a chopper. Yeah. A couple of lines from a book by Rob Law, who invented Trunky. Are you familiar with Trunky? The, yes. Yeah, they sit on the luggages. The kids, Luggage, yeah. yeah. He's local as well. He's Bristol, I think. Okay. So this is a quote from him. The future will not bend to our will. Failure is inevitable and universal, as we forget to this at our peril. Success is talent plus luck. Great success is talent plus lots of luck. Mm-hmm. That's interesting, but I don't believe in luck. Maybe that's one for another you episode. Don't. No, I don't. Just believe in fate. Uh, to some degree. I don't mm-hmm. I think they're different things. I mm. believe in oh, for- yeah. I believe in good fortune. Okay. But I don't believe in I don't believe in luck. Hope you enjoy the readings. Oops, must go and stretch the sourdough. I mean, you know, he's so middle class, it's unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. How is your kefir as well, Damien? <laughs> oh my kefir. <laughs> it's delicious, thank you. You must be making banana bread as well. Uh, no, I'm not. No. Actually, I've just I've just literally think. as I've sat there to try and find any mailbox, just had a text. Literally, the last few minutes from somebody, the last one. Why don't you read it out? You've, got, you've, that's feedback, not, that's, pod, that's yeah. podcast feedback. Like, that's exactly I'm, not, I'm not sure I want to hear about Damien's poo. So that's someone in my... She's not sure. I mean, she can be convinced, right? No, I don't think she so. She didn't say, I, think the I woman, do not The lady's to... not for turning. She's <laughs> turning. No, they're all, they're, you know, that's a challenge for me. <laughs> she said, I'm not sure. She didn't say, I do not want to hear about Damien's poo, did she? No. She's just... The intonation was there, though. If anything, that's... I want to hear a little bit more. You've got to have some radical acceptance. She doesn't want to hear it. (laughs) And then then maybe she'll make her mind up after she's heard about it. Mm. I haven't even gone... I haven't even told you about Rosie. I haven't got in deep. The the big Samoan nurse yet, have I? No. Okay. Soft fingers, that's all I'll say. (laughs) Um, That's it, Mike, unless you've got anything else for this episode. Not Not a jot. That's it for this episode. Well done for getting this far and thanks for listening. If you're enjoying this pod and feel you get something out of it, then please do subscribe to us. Give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and tell a friend or two. Give us a follow on Instagram and Twitter at I'm Finecast and you can send us an email to imfinecast at gmail.com as we'd love to hear your feedback and ideas. In the next episode, recording it Judgment Day. Hmm. How much judgment have you got in that bag of yours over there? Well, well Have you bought a big carrier bag full of judgment? You've, you've got concerns on my judgment. No, not, not, no, not. no, 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 sorry. I've, I've expressed that incorrectly. You used an expression yeah. several months ago to me about Mark 1 and Mark 2. Can you remember? Yeah, okay. And it was almost sort of, when's Mark 1 coming back? Because I'd I gone, might have said something. Yeah, I'd gone all like zen that. and soft. 
And then last week I came in and just... No, yeah, because I think, and we might cover this in the, in the next episode, about I think judgment's all right. Yeah. I think it's all right. I think it's healthy. And I joked last episode that you kind of came in and let a few things off your chest. Yeah. That was all judgment, wasn't it? Mm. Like, That's okay. If we can't do that, what, what literally what is there left? I don't yeah. think it's something you should try and or, or feel bad that you have. The Mark, the Mark, Mark 1 and Mark 2 is good. Um, yeah, I don't mean it like that because I think I wouldn't like to be referred to as Mark, you know, Mark 1 and Mark 2 because we're all just kind of work in progress, aren't we? No, no, you know no, I, mean? no but, I wasn't picking on that at no, all. But, I was but, picking on a positive of what you said no, is I think that there was attributes I had lost. Yeah, I think you were, you're obviously working very hard to maybe manage your judgment yeah. in a more positive way for you. Mm-hmm. And that is important for you. Mm-hmm. Almost to the point of, I don't want to express an opinion here because I believe it's yeah. judgment and that could be negative. Yeah. I'm going, gives an express opinion. Away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because it, it's all right. Yeah. It's all right. Yeah. And we wouldn't be human if, if, I'm, if our judgment wasn't misplaced mm. every once in a mm. while. But if you've got the understanding that, oh, that actually was misplaced, yeah. I'll take it back or I won't put it in the pod or yeah. I'll apologize or then that's good, right? Mm. So if you just went around going, I'm, I'm not being judgmental, and you were accidentally, and you just didn't think you were, and you just become an arsehole, don't you? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. All the humility's gone. So I think well, you become the, vanilla. <laughs> yeah. And then the balance of that, I think, is really good. Okay. And I think when you come in and go, you, you, you had an energy about you. It's almost like you've just been built, you know, you've been, <laughs> you've been, you've been saving it or you've been diverting yeah. it, but hadn't been going anywhere. It's just been going into a tsunami of cynicism. <laughs> yeah. But that's good, right? You have yeah. to have that. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. Okay, so Judgment Day. Look forward to that. Okay, cool. All right. Okay. See you next episode. Cheers, folks. Bye. Bye.